0: Welcome to the Complex Ladyboss podcast, a place for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs with complicated lives. I'm your host, Amy Lynn Denham. Over the course of this podcast, we'll discuss everything about living the complex ladyboss lifestyle, from emotional overload and self-care to running an effective online business. If your life is complicated and you find yourself struggling to keep your life and your business afloat, this podcast is for you. Welcome back. This is episode six. If you haven't caught the previous episodes, I really encourage you to go back and start from episode one because we're kind of building on each episode as we go along in order to unfold new pieces of you and to help you grow your business as you recognize those pieces. In the previous episode, we talked about our stories and the way that we talk about ourselves, our businesses, and our greater life journey, and how that really affects the level of success that we can achieve. And I don't just mean success in terms of how much money we make, but also in terms of how happy we are and how often we do or do not fight that imposter syndrome that a lot of us come across. Today, I really want to build off of what we. Began discussing when we talked about our stories and we talked about the language that we used, and when we talked about finding a more neutral way to look at our lives. And by neutral, I don't mean thinking it will always just be blah, but thinking that there will be good, there will be bad, and really accepting that. Not necessarily going to a place of completely positive thinking where. You know, when things do go wrong, because it's inevitable, there's a balance in life. Um, When things do go wrong, if we're thinking way too positive, and we're just thinking that thinking positive is going to solve everything, we're really going to have some tough, tough awakenings at that moment. So if we come from a place of neutrality and acceptance, and just see those failures as they come up as opportunities to launch into a new direction that can really change the way we view success and really start to push us closer to it as well. The other day I started writing a blog post, which by the time you hear this may or may not actually even be up on my website yet, Um, but I started writing a blog post about the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell because this is a book that really piqued my interest. And it's one that my husband and I actually read together, which is rare because he's not one for reading, uh, but we loved it. Let's have a look first at what Malcolm Gladwell defines as an outlier. So in the back of his book, there's kind of a QA and a section, and I'm going to read a little bit to you from there. And the question is, what is an outlier? And his response, I'm going to try to just skip through it so that you don't have to listen to the whole thing is outlier is a scientific term to describe things or phenomena that lie outside normal experience. So I'm just going to stop this right here for a second and tell you that when I studied statistics in school, the outlier was this like one little dot on your graph that was way far away from the others. So let's say you did a study and you asked a whole bunch of people, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10 how much do you like tacos? and most of the people were kind of in the middle. Okay, so you got like most of your people are between four and seven in terms of how much they like tacos. And let's say you asked a hundred people and you got like 80 people in that four to seven range. Then you've got maybe like another 10 people dispersed between the three, like somewhere in around the three and somewhere in around the eight. So you're still kind of in that three to eight range. You got this one person who's just chilling over at number 10. There might be a few others somewhere because my math isn't incredible here. I only added us up to 91 if you really listen back to that. But the whole point is that that person who's chilling over there at number 10, they're not with the group. They're an outlier. They're different. They aren't the norm. So you kind of disregard them in certain forms of statistics when you're just trying to get averages. Because that one person over there can really mess up your thing, especially if everybody's down at like a two to three range and you got this one person out of ten. If you're gonna average by adding them all up and then dividing by however many there were, that's how you do a mean. Um, if you do that, that one person just kind of messed up your whole thing. But it is also important to understand what makes some people that different. So when we're talking in terms of business or in even life, and you have this person who's like way over here and like is so different from the group, that's an outlier. So I'm going to go back to reading his quote. His quote, In this book, I'm interested in people who are outliers, in men and women who, for one reason or another, are so accomplished and so extraordinary and so outside of ordinary experience That they are as puzzling to the rest of us as a cold day in August. So, what he's focused on mostly in this book are those people who achieve like wild amounts of success, especially those who do so despite coming from very modest means. So, people who were like completely had no money as children growing up, they didn't have as many opportunities as the rest of us, and yet somehow. Despite that, and despite not having an education or whatever, end up being billionaire business owners and stuff like that. He definitely talks about a lot of different other kinds of people too, but that has been the biggest takeaway a lot of people have when they look at this. They're thinking, wow, like those extraordinary circumstances led to these extraordinary people. I want to look at this a little differently because I'm not necessarily talking about becoming this billionaire business owner. Could it happen for you? Sure. Could it happen for me? I'm not even certain I want it to, in all honesty. And that's okay. We all have our different goals in life. But I'll tell you something. I really want to exist outside of the norm, and I'm throwing up quotations with my fingers right now, outside of the norm for people who have been diagnosed with hypermobility spectrum disorders or Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, which is the diagnosis that I'm working with right now. I read a statistic somewhere that said, I believe it was seven or eight out of 10 people who have the same diagnosis with me are not working and do not feel like they can keep up with their work. That's a huge number. To be one of those people who falls outside of that statistic means one of two things. Either you've figured out something just totally off the wall that you can do with your life, which is what I'm trying to do, or that you are pushing and pushing and pushing so hard and have still not yet accepted that your body's not quite capable of keeping up. Could there be some other people who maybe their symptoms aren't quite as strong or whatever of course. So I'm not lumping everybody into a category here. But what I'm saying is when I look at those statistics and then I look at myself, I say no. Like I'm I'm so refusing to stay unemployed. Cuz I'm going to be honest with you right now at the time of this recording, I have no freelancing clients. At the time of this recording, I have pretty much no income because I have stopped and I have focused in 100% on my health care and my self-care, and I'm trying to rebuild a new life that works with what's going on. I'm becoming a complex lady boss. So that's something kind of interesting about this podcast as well. It's not that I'm necessarily here to just teach you what to do, but also that You are going along this journey with me. We're doing this together. When I look at the outliers in Malcolm Gladwell's book, I notice something. And I think that's kind of the point. I think the point of the book is that we notice something, this specific something. These people, while coming from difficult circumstances, modest means, illnesses, injuries, whatever, they took different paths and ended up in different places, right? So what we're used to seeing is people who begin wherever these people begin end up in a very particular place, you know, unemployed or underemployed or, you know, barely able to make ends meet or whatever it may be. We're used to seeing that for those people. We're used to seeing that group of dots on that graph, right, who go the average route. But what happens is not necessarily that these people made it to different places because they cared more, or they tried harder, or they were smarter. Sure, a lot of that may be true when you compare them with some people, but there are also a lot of people out there coming from very similar circumstances who also try very hard, who are also very smart. Etc., who do not make it to where they make it. And so the question is what is that actual different thing? Where is that factor? Where's that piece of the puzzle that's missing that sent these people on a completely different trajectory than the rest of the people in their original group? And a lot of the time, it's something unexpected. And a lot of the time, it's something. Unexpected. All right, so I've just pulled up the blog post that I was talking about, and it's actually not going to be live on my website until September. So you're getting a preview here because I know that this podcast is going to be out there for you just a little bit before this blog post comes out. And there's a piece that I really want to read for you. What if everything I think is working against me is actually working? For me, I'm gonna read that again. I really want you to just let this one sink in. Close your eyes if you have to, not if you're driving. All right, here we go. What if everything I think is working against me is actually working for me? Because when I look at those people who were outliers in this book, and I think you know we see their outcome now some of these are people you've heard of some maybe you haven't but a lot of them are famous in some way whether it's just because they've been successful in business or sports or whatever it is but that's all we see we see that end product we don't see that big giant expanse of time where they struggled you know where they were building their business or even before they were building whatever it is that they built and they were just normal normal people, you know, and they were still struggling and they still weren't sure about their futures. And they thought, Oh my God, what am I going to do? I can't pay my bills. I mean, this really makes me think of Dean Graziosi. He is a very well-known and well-respected business coach. And among other things, I think he's really big in real estate as well. Um, But he came from modest means as well. He is one of these outliers, though I don't believe he's in the book. He probably should be. He is definitely an outlier. When I listened to his story, it really helped me see like, okay, I see him now. I see his picture on Facebook or Instagram, and I see him with fancy stuff and lots of money in this hugely successful empire of a business, right? But that's not who he always was. And that's not what he always had. And each of us, myself and anyone who is listening, can also get to that place, that place of success, whatever success is for you. And we will talk more about what is success to you, because for me, success is not being a billionaire or having lots of money or fancy things, but... My own personal definition of success, which I will return to in future episodes, is still threatened by my current circumstances. Or maybe it's not. Maybe if I think that it is, and I go ahead with that belief, and I tell myself that story, and I walk around saying, I will never be what I want to be, I will never create what I want to create because I have an illness or whatever... Maybe then, yeah, sure, it'll be true. But what if I looked at it differently? What if I said, ooh, look at this, an opportunity. Here's a situation ripe with what it takes to create an outlier. What if taking time off of work and moving my life and my career in a new direction, And building things for you in this complex lady boss sort of a way through my blog, through this podcast, through what I hope will be courses and books in the future. What if that helps me get to what I really feel is success? Because if I'm honest, as much as I enjoyed writing freelance because I got to do it in my pajamas and it paid well and I got to write. It wasn't firing up my soul. It didn't feel like something I was passionate about. And it wasn't really something I wanted to do forever. But this, this does fire me up. And I do feel passionate about this. And isn't that incredible that I could get to a place where I'm able to do something that I can be so excited about, but I only got here because of what went wrong or, you know, things that I didn't want to have happen in my life. And yet they brought me to where I am. So what if I am able to create a viable business from these circumstances? Now, wouldn't that be the ultimate form of success? And wouldn't that make me an outlier? So naturally, that brings us to the part of the podcast where we talk about homework. If you did the homework from the previous podcast episode, you have already delved into your story. So now I encourage you to take some time to sit with that story, sit with your thoughts, sit with your feelings, and ask yourself, what if what I think is working against me is actually working for me. I'm not saying you have to believe it. That's not a part of this homework. It's not necessary to drill it into your mind and make you really believe that it's working for you. It's okay if you don't. I'm just asking you to explore the possibility. What if? What if it's working for you? What would that mean? What could come of it that could be good or wonderful or incredible? In what ways might you find success within your complicated life circumstances? In what ways might you find happiness, fulfillment? Even if you also, you know, have to miss out on certain things or have to let go of certain dreams or whatever, that's definitely not something I want to just push to the side and act like it doesn't exist. That's a real factor here, and I get that. But let's step away from that for a minute and just say, what if? What if it sucks right now, but this is actually what is necessary to create what I want in the future? What if this is what is pushing me to that place I always dreamed I would be? That concludes this episode of the Complex Lady Boss podcast. As usual, please hit like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. You can find me on Twitter at AmyLynnWriting, and I do invite you to visit my websites, amylinwriting.com and ComplexLadyBoss.com for blog posts, courses, and much more. Thanks for listening.